All right, all right, I'm back. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. It is Tuesday, June 6, 2023, dog. Uh, late evening, ya aquí en la tarde, güey, ya casi noche. I just finished watching the punk ass Dodgers lose. Give it up to the Reds, dog. Late ninth inning, come from behind victory. It was horrible to watch. But um, yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be like that sometimes, dog. Um, yeah, that, that just kind of ruins your evening, right? Dodgers were up 8-3. to three, And then all of a sudden, ninth inning, we're only up by 3, I believe, 8-5. And uh, we gave up the booty, bro. Gave up the booty, man. Dodgers uh, Dodgers still fine. They're fine. I think we just gave up first place today. Half a game to the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Yawn. Yawn. They're, they're, they'll, they'll be around. They, they'll stick around for a little bit and then fizzle away somewhere in freaking August. Be all right. That makes, it makes it more fun. It makes the games more meaningful. I'm fine with it. Hang in there, Diamondbacks. Hang in there, dog. Um, yeah, man. Um, y'all miss me or what? Y'all miss me? I took last week off. I know. Your podcast was not broken. Uh, your podcast app, your Spotify was not broken. I did not... Record last week, man. I was sick, dog. I lost my voice, bro. You ever lose your voice? You ever lose your voice, dog? That is some crazy shit, huh? Your my voice was just gone, dog. Gone. Um, it was from man. I said como diez días, way. I I got really sick. It just um, I don't know. My throat just started getting worser and worser and worser. And then all of a sudden, I just couldn't talk. And, you know, it started off with just a little throat ache, you know. And, uh, you know, I would swallow and then it would hurt. And that's where I knew there was a red flag because usually it doesn't hurt when I swallow, right? I'm really good at swallowing, you know. And uh, I wasn't anymore. And it was hurting a lot, like razor blades every time I swallowed. And so I just like, you know, started drinking like excessive water and some teas y la chingada. And now that way it was just getting worse and worse, dog. And um, for those of you guys who came out to the shows, man, y'all, y'all, um, maybe not Ontario. Ontario was already, I was already like 80%. It was still hurting, but it was, I was able to speak enough, well enough. But a few days before that, it was bad, dog. I had shows all weekend and I performed all weekend, dog. I had shows. In Oxnard, Thursday. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. A gang of people fucking came out of Oxnard, fool. Then I had a show in um, uh, Palm Springs, dog, which there were a lot of fans in Palm Springs, too. Shout-outs to all the people who came out of Palm Springs. And then I had a show in Long Beach, also on Saturday the next day. And I, I just kept getting worse and worse. I wanted to cancel all of them, but I couldn't. I couldn't cancel. Um, I had to fight through. I, You know, and... Uh, I only ended up, ended up doing like 30 minutes in Oxnard, another 30 minutes in, in, in Palm Springs, and I think another 30 minutes in in Long Beach. I'm supposed to do at least 45 at these shows, and uh, I couldn't get there. I could not get there, man. It fucking hurt, dude. And not only that, you couldn't hear me very well, right? For those of you who came out to the shows, man, thank you for putting up with my punk ass. Um, Yeah, it was it was weird, man. It was weird. Um. Other, I mean, I didn't feel sick, sick. I didn't have no fever, body ache, no sneezing, no mucus, no nothing like that, bro. It was just all in my throat. All, and I had to end up going to the doctor. Um, when did I go? I think I went, I don't know, was that Monday? 
after that, no me acuerdo, güey. Or Friday, um, I had to go. They gave me some medicine, some antibiotics, but um, little by little, it started getting better and better. And by the time I had my show in Ontario on Wednesday, May 30th, I think it was, um, I was finally able, dude, to get my speech out. Ay, ay, ay. And uh, fought through that. That one I did get to do the whole 45 minutes. And again, thank you, everybody, to come out. Everybody, full. Ontario, we sold it out. We basically sold it out. Full was like 95%. There was only like maybe like 15 seats available, bro. Uh, that place holds, I believe, 285. We hit like 275, full. And I thank you guys to everybody who came out, out Ontario Wednesday night. Ontario is just, man, the love, full. The love, I, it's amazing, full. And everywhere else, too, dog. Oxnard, we didn't sell out Oxnard more than halfway, though, full. Uh, more than halfway there, but over 200 people. So, I mean, I'll take that shit. And Palm Springs was slam-packed. Palm Springs was slam-packed also. Um, I can almost say that was a sellout as well, man. So, I want to thank you guys, man, for sure. And so many fans, dog. Like, people coming out. Hey, long-time follower, long-time listener, long-time supporter. And, yo, man, it, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. And it just made me, like, want to fight through my fucking hoarse voice. But I also felt like I was not giving you everything man and it, it sucked man it hurt it, it sucked man but uh i did my best out there for uh but especially that that thursday in, in oxnard and that friday in palm springs man it was bad bro uh long beach is a little small room uh i believe it's called the comedy room uh it's a little it's like a restaurant it's a pizza place and they, they open up a back room that is just for comedy and spoken word and they do it like every weekend every saturday they have shows there and um if you guys are in Long Beach tonight, area, look it up. Comedy Room. And uh, it's a, a great room. They've been trying to get me out there and shit. But, you know, Saturdays are tough for me. Especially uh, with what they're offering. You know, they're, they don't offer not a lot of money. It's not about the money, but it's just that my weekends are shot, bro. Like, I, like, I need to be on the road for weekends and or with my kids, dog. So it has to be worth it for me to be out there. But it was a room that I really wanted to check out. I've heard good things about it. Jesus did it. Other comics have done it. They're like, yo, you guys do it, man. It's small. It's tiny. But it's a great room, man. And and if if it wasn't because I was sick, it's really I, I didn't want to go because I was sick. But I ended up showing up, fool. But, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. That one was also a little small room, like 50 people, dog. It was slam. It was it was dope, man. Um, Yeah, fool. And then it was bad, dude. Like, I would just... Went straight home after this, after the gig, tried to get my rest. And and when I say it was just my throat, you know, obviously everything else gets beat up too, right? Like you just feel out of it. You feel like shit. You know, you don't want to be around people. Got to put, put the mask back on, fool. Like shit like that, bro. Because I don't know how contagious this is. I don't know where I got it, bro. Like, you know, I went to the doctor. They're like, well, what, what the fuck you do, dog? And I, I don't know, man. I just been around. I just been out like normal fucking people. You know, I'm not making out with anybody, fool. Maybe just a couple strippers, fool. But they seem clean. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I got it. I don't know who gave it to me. F you, whoever did. And uh, it, it was bad down there, fool. It was super red, swollen, nasty. And uh, the antibiotics did its thing, fool. And little by little, I, got, I, got, I came back to life by Ontario. I was pretty good for those of you guys who came out. Um I mean, I wasn't sounding exactly fine, but enough, well, good enough, dog, to have a good time up there as well. Um, and then after that, we we hit the road, fool. We came out here to uh, San Antonio, 
San Antonio, June 1st. Thank you, everybody who came out. También San Antonio on a Thursday night. Um, you know, we hit about almost 200 people. Dog, I'll take that any day full. And then uh, we came out to Chicago con los toxicos, way and slammed that bitch out. Over 400 people in that bitch. Everyone came out, had a fucking blast. By then, I was 100% already. I was good to go. And we all just just had a blast, bro. We, we got to uh, Chicago on Friday, and it was on, baby. It was on, baby, baby. Uh, had a blast. Friday and Saturday, we got to do a little sightseeing, a little bar hopping, full. We got to check out some pizza spots. Uh, hung out with the boys, dog. It's, uh, it's, it's a vibe, bro. It's definitely a vibe. Went to the White Sox game, which... I never thought I would go to a White Sox game ever in my life, but we did. And, uh, dude, we're like 10 rows behind home plate. The tickets were only $60, fool. No mames, wait. $60, fool, like 10 rows. Those are like three to $400 seats in Dodger Stadium. Facil, way. Facil, way. On a normal Tuesday night, fool. Te digo un pinche weekend how much those seats are, bro. Uh, so it was weird, but... White Sox suck, I guess, but it was a good time. Got to see a new ballpark and got to see the south side, whatever that means. It all looks the same to me, guys. It all looks the same. I expected south side to be a little bit more south, southern side, side, like more ghetto. And it was. I saw there was a lot of, a lot of white people. I guess I wasn't in the right places at the right time, but there was a lot of white people. Then I came to the north side, and the north side seemed a little bit more ghetto. Um, we're, we were in Avondale. Right? A lot, saw a lot of Mexican flags out there. But other than that, it was very nice. Very nice. Very well kept. Um, I know Chicago's grimy. I know. Of course, it is a big city. I know it's very... It's one of the most dangerous cities in the country. I get it. I get it. Uh, but as a tourist, you know, we're, we're hanging around touristy places, dog. We're not going to be about that life, right? We're not going to go to fucking the hood and shit. Um, so I didn't really get to see much of that. And not that I want to see that, but... You just don't. Um, I love Chicago, man. I, I, I'll tell you what, man. Chicago, shit. I know I say a lot about uh, Texas and shit, but Chicago reminds me of L.A. It's just another L.A., dog. Fast, life, crowded, traffic, people from all over the world, beautiful women, thug-ass fools, everything, dog. And it's, it's L.A. to me, dog. It's like another L.A. fool, and I, and I like that. I, I, That's me, dog. That's what I like. I like fast living, dog. These slow towns, I'm cool to go hang out for a day or two, but I can't see myself living there, bro. But a city like Chicago, like, I, I get it. Like, I, I, I know I can hang here. For, I know I can do things here because it has a lot of the L.A., you know, ingredients, fool. So shout-outs to Chicago. I love I – I want to come out there a little bit more often, fool, for sure, dog, for sure. Um. Yeah, it's and of course I got to kick it in San Antonio for a little bit. San Antonio's always dope, always fucking cool, and uh, hell yeah, man! It just people are so nice over there. They want to take me out to eat, at dinner, get lunch. What do you want? It's just dope, man. Speaking of Texas, I'll be in El Paso, Texas this weekend, starting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Ugh. I'll be there four days, doing five shows. One Thursday, one Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Come check me out, El Paso, Texas, at the comic strip. I'm bringing the homie Cristian Zaragoza with me, dog. Julian Luera is going to host. It's going to be a vibe, bro. It's going to be 
a great time, bro. Come hang out, fool. El Paso is literally my top five favorite places to go. Top five favorite places to go without a doubt, fool. Um, it's a little city that's growing. Um, you know, it's Texas, but it's very, it's West Texas. So it's more like uh, liberal, like just more just open to things. You see cholos, you see everything, fool, and you're by the border, a lot of Mexicans. Like, just, I just feel home, dog. I feel good being there. And it's cheap. You go to dinner, fucking have a dope-ass steak for, like, $15, bro. Like, it's, get my skaters way. Get my skaters way. So I'll be out there, fool. Come hang out. Come kick it. Let me know what's up. And uh, I was hoping to catch a, a minor league game of those chihuahuas. Which I like to, I've done a couple of times. I really like going to that park. But all the games are going to be in the evening during my shows. So, and the Dodgers are in town. The OKC, Oklahoma City, Dodgers are going to be there, dog. And that sucks, man. I really wanted to go. Um, but other than that, I'm looking forward to it, dog. Looking forward to El Paso and everybody, man. All right. So I got a lot to, I got a lot of shit to, to, to uh, update you guys on. A lot. Agarrense, siéntense. If you're driving, dog, hang it. Put that shit on cruise control, dog. Take the long way to work. All right? Take the long route to pick up these damn kids. Take your time, fool. All right? Make complete full stops if you can. All right? Because uh, I got a lot to catch up with you guys, motherfuckers. I miss you, first of all. I miss you. And uh, thank you. I got people. Hey, what's, what happened to the podcast? What happened to the podcast? What happened? It's, it's, it's you know, it, it's fucking... I had to take a week off, all right? Um, by the way, I'm probably going to take another week off in July. July 4th week, I'm planning on taking that off. So uh, plan ahead, guys. <laughs> plan ahead. Don't go to work. Um, yeah, for, uh, that was my, I wasn't planning on taking last week off, not at all. But this week, uh, 4th of July is probably my next one off. Um, so many things, too, guys. La Piñata came out, all right? So that was the same weekend I was sick. Which is another one was very embarrassing because I was getting interviews. ABC was there. The news, uh, some like some newspaper people were there, uh, and it was a great experience. I was bad, fool, really bad. And then you know it creeps people out, right? And then I gotta put on the mask because people get a little fucking like, what's wrong with this guy? Um, and I feel like a super spreader, right? And then there's people there who are like, you know, it's a kid's place, so there's like kids and parents, and I don't know. The point is, I was there. Not feeling 100%. Uh, I didn't go to the Friday show. There was a, there was one show Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. Obviously, I had shows myself, but I was able to make most of them. I didn't go to the Friday one because I'm in Palm Springs. But I was there both days, show Saturday, both shows Sunday. And uh, thanks to everybody who came out, all the people. Like, there was people who hit me up for tickets. It was dope. It was a pretty little fucking theater, like 50 people. We wanted kids. That was the point. We wanted kids to show up. So for those of you who brought your kids, man, thank you. And I, not to brag, ladies and gentlemen, not to brag, but I'm going to brag. That fucking play was a banger, bro. That shit delivered. And it was so beautiful and amazing to see this thing come together and come to life. Man, dog, I got to be honest, man. The first, I saw the first show Saturday. It was, and there were early shows. So there were like, one was like at noon. And then the second one was at four. 
And uh, let me tell you that noon show Saturday, which was my first one uh, attending. I had heard Friday reviews were good. Like, hey, I was at Palm Springs. I was like texting with people, the actors, the director. Like, yo, what's up? I'm thinking of you guys. Good luck. Break all the fucking legs you can. Let me know how it goes. And sure enough, after the after the show, because they had like a evening show, like a 5 p.m. show that Friday. Um, sure enough, started getting the messages like, yo, it was great. People loved it. It was amazing. We had a blast. Oh, okay, great, great, good, 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 good. I was really worried for that first show. And then Saturday I went, I got to go. And man, I got to tell you, man, I got a little fucking watery eyed, bro. It was like dope, man. It was so good. So damn good. Uh, in so many ways, bro. Like uh, the actors were amazing. Uh, I mean, because I was at a lot of these rehearsals and sometimes I was like, I hope he could do that better. Oh, man, he's fucking up on that. Oh, he's not getting that step right. Oh, he's fucking up that line. Oh, a lot of that was going on during rehearsals, but that's what rehearsals are for. Um, And, but it just, it was great, dude. Every minute of it was amazing. And I, I'm not, I'm, I know I'm selling, I'm not, I know I'm biased. I am biased, of course. But I'm also very hard on myself, guys. I'm fucking hard on myself. You know, I, I, I wanted to hear these jokes that I wrote out loud. I wanted to hear these fucking scenes, these meaningful, deep scenes to land. If I like, It was a trip because I knew every word. I have the fucking, the whole, I have the whole script memorized. So I knew every time they stumbled on a line or they didn't like hit or emphasize a word or whatever, I was there with them every fucking moment, dog. And uh, despite a couple stumbles, like any act actual play will do and will have, it was amazing, bro. It was fucking amazing, dog. The music was great. The songs, the dances, the, the costumes, dude. The decorations, dog. Everything. Everything. And I wish more people could have seen it. Now, the good news is that they did film it. They filmed all four. And from all four, they're going to try and edit it into, obviously, to one good one, really, like, strong one, pretty one, uh, using all four angle shows. So, and I don't know where they're going to post it, but I'd love to hopefully people get to see it. Um, I, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm exaggerating, fool, like, because when it comes to a kid's play, bro, we're talking about a fucking kid's play here, fool, all right? And, and delivered, fool, like, the kids fucking had a blast. The adults enjoyed it, and that's exact. That was my goal. My goal is for kids to get fucking wild out on it, and for parents to be like, "Damn, that was actually fucking good." Uh, it was one hour exactly, sixty minutes, and I, I felt we could have gone longer, bro. Like this could have been an hour and a half, and people would have enjoyed more of it. I felt like people wanted more. Um, I, I think it was good, man. I really do. Um. What what can I say? Um, once again, like the story is about this kid who's ten years old who doesn't want to celebrate his birthday because dad uh, turned himself in basically and went back to the to renew his visa, and that process stalled, and now it became a longer situation that he anticipated, and now he has been gone for almost a year, not quite a year, but almost a year. And it's now his son's birthday and he's not there and his dad and his, the kid really misses his dad full. And so he's like not having it full. 
He's not having a good day on his birthday, on his party. The parents, the, his mom and his grandma are getting the fucking party ready. And he wants no part of it, fool. And so this piñata comes to life. And the piñata becomes this guy who, like, helps him believe once again in what birthdays really are and how important they are to celebrate. And to be, the piñata be broken itself. So, so uh, the piñata has a destiny to fulfill. And that destiny is to be broken into pieces for joy and candy to be spread all over the party for all the kids to enjoy for. And I had a fucking blast doing this, writing this. It was a huge challenge, dog. And I loved every minute of it. And seeing this shit come to life, your words come to life, is a fucking orgasmic experience, dog. And I can't say nothing else for. Uh, my family came, my sisters, my nephews, you know, my, my kids, friends. Shout out to Fernie Rodriguez who came with his lady, dog, and bunch of other friends who came and i appreciate you my israel victor dog thank you guys thanks everybody was able to come out uh it was a long weekend memorial day weekend so i know a lot of people have plans it was tough to get people out there it was in downtown la which is hard to get to throughout all that we packed every fucking show out and people just I, from what i i don't know if they're just lying to my face but everybody was super stoked and really enjoyed it for them um, I wanted to hear criticism. I have criticism. I felt like, dude, this could be done better. That line could have been better. This song could have been better. I, I have my criticism. Trust me, fool. I'm my most difficult critic, fool. So I'm not just like fucking blowing up, blowing myself here, fool. I'm really doing like, I was seeing it from all angles, dog. And uh, I saw some jokes that didn't land. I saw some lines that could have been better. But other than that, man. Thank you, man. This has been the dopest experience ever. Ever, dog. Um, and we hope to do it again. What happens now? I don't know. So, uh, Woolcraft Rangers got this grant to fulfill this play. The play has been fulfilled, right? We've accomplished the grant, right? So, we, now, I don't know. I don't know what we want to do with this. I don't know what happens. Do we sell it? Do we package it? Do we... I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. I don't know if these actors going to be around. I don't know. Um, I would love to see it keep going, of course. I would love to see how more people check this out, bro. And especially if it's your kids, dog. It's your kids, man. Um, it's a kid's play for at the end of the day, dog. It's a kid's play. Um, but thanks, man. A lot of people are checking in. I shared a few pictures. I don't want to share too much because to be honest with you, dog... It doesn't translate uh, on my story, on my reels. It doesn't translate the same, right? It's like one of those things where you have to be there and see it yourself, right? I put a couple stories up of the of the of the songs, of singing, of the dancing, but you're like, what is this? You know, the fuck am I? Fuck am I seeing, dog? What the fuck is this guy dressed up as a piñata doing, dog? Jumping around? You have to be there, type of thing, right? Which is why I didn't share a lot. Uh, the props to the actors, the director. Music, choreographer, dance choreographer, stage director, lighting, costume designing. All these motherfuckers got down. Got down. They saw my vision, fool, and that was a fucking beautiful thing. Um, we are going to have some meetings. We got some meetings coming up a couple weeks to reflect uh, and to see what we can do from here. All right? And I'll keep you guys posted, man. 
La piñata, Doc. La piñata, fool. All right, let me take a quick break here, and uh, we'll continue. I got more shit to bring up, fool. All right, all right, I'm back, I'm back. All right, guys, uh, it's still Tuesday night. Uh, pinches Dodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, whatever, though, whatever. Um, okay, so I was sick and shit. Uh, Shout-outs to, let me see, what I got? Alan Gomez in Chicago, going over my notes right now. Alan Gomez in Chicago is still a huge fan of the American Wannabes, and, of course, it's not my weekend podcast. Thank you so much. An update on American Wannabes. Not going to happen anytime soon. I heard a couple of Some people got uh, charged on Patreon this month. Thought we're working on that. We are going to cancel that shit. And I think we got a couple lost episodes that we're going to drop just for you Patreon motherfuckers, Doc. So uh, we're going to obviously discontinue the, the payment shit. But I think you're still active. Please do not unfollow, fool. All right? You won't get charged, fool. Don't worry. We're going to start uploading some shit on there. Hopefully be back soon, Doc. But uh, I don't see it anytime soon, to be honest with you, Doc. All right. Um, let me see here. Um, let me see. I wrote some notes down for. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of La Piñata and shit, I got a homie who hit me up uh, on the IG. And uh, he said, hey, bro, shout out to El Compa. He's a listener for Jaime Nunge Nungaray. Nungaray. Are you Filipino, fool? I think you're Filipino, dog. I think you're Filipino that looks Mexican, dog. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, nah, I think he's Mexican though. He looks Filipino or the other way around. Anyways, this compa message means like, hey, compa, congrats on La Piñata. It's amazing. That's dope. Good shit. This and that. Um, I'm also, I, I wrote a book. He goes, I wrote a book, a children's book. And, uh, I want you to check it out. You know, and this and that. I'm going to send you a copy. I want you to read it, you know, and, uh, tell me what you think, fool. Like, you know, I'm like, uh, Sure. Nah, I'm like, yeah, of course, dog. Uh, send that shit. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. So I'm going to do a little promo here for it. Um, it got here. Today's Tuesday. got here yesterday, Monday. And, uh, you know, I took me two days to read it. This children's fucking 20 pages. And uh, I got to read it. It's called uh, The Life of Chepe, A Place for Superheroes. All right. And uh, I'm going to share this with you motherfuckers real quick, dog, because I want you guys to check it out. Uh, from the homie Jaime Nungaray. Nungaray. There we go. Uh, this book is about a child named Chepe who was born with dev- developmental delays. One thing about Chepe is that he sees no hardship when it comes to his disability. Join Chepe on his first day of school where he believes the place he's going Two is a place for superheroes. First of all, I hate to break it to you, Chepe, but it's not that I'm skin. Um, so obviously the child is um, autistic, right? Um, and uh, it looks like he's a little severe from how he describes himself in the book. I'm not going to read the whole book to you guys, but um, he's obviously autistic and uh it's a cool little sweet book. It's about his first year of school, how he's excited. He, he's going to, uh, you know, he's going to discover a superhero trait at his school. He's excited about this. He starts describing his parents, how he, they have superpowers because they always know what he's, they always understand him. Even though he has trouble communicating, he has, uh, um, you know, his, his parents have a superpower of understanding him all the time and knowing what he wants uh, for his lunch and food and stuff like that. 
Um, it's really cool, dog. It's really cool. Um, definitely a, a read, if, especially if you have kids who are autistic on the spectrum, dog. Check that shit out. It's on Amazon, a place for superheroes, the life of Chepe. And uh, it's funny, dog. He talks about he's making his fun of dance. Uh, he's making fun of his dad's dance moves as he listens to oldies. So it's funny. And his mom, who's a great cook, loves tamales, um, has homies, has other friends who are just like him at school, who are also discovering their superpower. You know, some of them are very sensitive to things. And it's just uh, crazy. It's super, super dope shit, man. So check it out. Uh, it's only eighty nine dollars. I'm just kidding. I don't know how much it is, but I'm sure the children's book is not gonna be that much, guys. Uh, let me see if I see the price on the book. I mean, I mean, spoilers. No, no price on the book, fool. So I don't know how much it was, dog. Uh, spoiler alert: the kid drops out of school, fool, and never goes. I'm just kidding. It's uh, it's cool, dog. Check it out, motherfuckers. Check it out. All right. Uh, yeah, fool. Um. I just read, you know what other children's book I just read not too long ago? Uh, they, they, somebody recommended it to me when about La Piñata. When I was doing La Piñata, somebody told me to read. Because I wanted to get, remember when was, where we were talking about, I have to get deeper. They told me, you have to reach in and you have to dig in and be deeper, right? That's what the, my Piñata story needed. And I think we got there for, I think we got there for. But during that process, somebody recommended, hey, have you ever read the book? The Giving Tree, and I'm like, uh, no, I've read, I've seen uh, things, uh, other giving, uh, that's a bad joke. Anyways, have you read The Giving Tree? And I'm like, no, nah, I haven't read The Giving Tree, dog. Uh, check it out, fool. And it's a famous book, right? So a lot of you guys have seen this book, read this book, you know, know about this book. It's a famous children's book, The Giving Tree. Man, dog, have you ever read this fucking book? Jesus Christ, that's a tearjerker, fool. Oh, my goodness. So I read the book, right? And then a few weeks later, I got invited to go uh, to read a book at a school, Scholastic Night, at Liberty Elementary School in Southgate, California. And a fan who's a fucking librarian at that school reached out and said, hey, would you like to come read a book to the kids? It's Scholastics Week, La Chingada, or Literature, or Book Week, or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, dude, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I can read. I don't know what, I guess, what? No, damn, I guess. I'll do it for the clout, <laughs> whatever, dog. They're like, what? And uh, I say yes, basically. I say yes. This is, this is a few months ago. This is like, this is, I think last school year actually, or at the beginning of this school year. We're talking about like September of last year, um, long time ago, fool. Um, like six months ago. I don't know if I posted anything. I might have posted something. Anyways, I went and they asked me what book do you want to read. I was reading to like second or third graders, I think second graders. And I'm like, do you guys got the Giving Tree dog? I've heard about this book called The Giving Tree. Do I heard it's pretty dope. And she like, of course we got the Giving Tree, dummy. Yes, this is a fucking elementary school library. Yes, we got like 18 copies of this shit here. I'm like, well, yeah, give me that one, dog. Give me that one. And I got it. And I read the Giving Tree to people. I hadn't, I read it for myself before. And one of those books were like, ugh, shit. Like I had to 
set my cup down and take a step back kind of shit, you know? But I read it, I enjoyed it, so I was familiar with it. So I was reading it, and I was reading it to the kids, and when I was reading it out loud, man, me puse un poco emotional, wey, no, no por nada, wey. Not like, like a little bitch, but I started really getting deep with it, fool, like, because I'm, I'm, the kids, I got the kids' attention. I had like 20 kids, dog. And there were some parents in there. Some of them pretty hot, of course. Some A couple of cute parents. There was parents in there. So it was like parent literature night, what it was called. And so I went, and then um, I'm reading the book, and I could tell the parents. I love seeing the adults' faces who had never read this book react to this fucking book. Because some of the kids had already, were familiar with this book. They knew the book, right? So they just, they were just like, they were just happy to hear me read the parents were like getting really into it so i started like digging in like yeah man fucking tree right pinch a tree fucking dope right i don't want to spoil it too much but basically it's about a kid who goes to this tree and the tree keeps giving them things like his apples his leaves his branches every time the kid needs something in life the tree is there for him and is giving him everything like it starts off for him being a little kid all the way through adulthood. Like, he needs a house. So he says, chop me down. You could chop me down and build your house with with my fucking tree trunk. I'm like, brah. Brah. Like, uh, it starts off with, like, I need money for something. I forgot for what. He's like, take my apples and sell them. Take them. And then he needs something to take my branches. Take my truck, take me, break, chop me down. I'm, I'm fucking giving tree, bro. And I was like, uh, oh, oh my goodness, shit. Uh, oh, excuse, uh, whew, somebody turn on the AC in here, bro. I'm sweating. My eyes are sweating, dog. Damn, fucking great story, bro. Um, I was very moved by that. And I remember reading this book, and the parents were just like, con la boca abierta, wey. Like, like, damn, dog. I didn't think I was going to come in here and fucking get all emotional with this damn book today. And uh, I knocked it out of the ballpark, fool. I killed it with that damn book, fool. People were like, man, that was a great book, man. That was a great story, man. And there was obviously paisa parents in there too. So I was like kind of translating to them like, Señora, dice que el árbol que quiere que, lo, que se lo tumbe wey, para que le haga su casa con ese árbol. Imagínese. Imagínese, señora. And they're like, oh, quiere que le saque las manzanas y que las vaya a vender al mercado para que pague la renta. Señora, fíjese, oiga. <laughs> and people are like, no, qué bonito, qué bonito. It was amazing, dog. It was amazing, dog. That book really helped me, me, like, get, reach in and be like, damn, this is a kid's book, fool. And damn, look at this kid, man. Um, so that helped me reach him with a piñata. Um, this book, it's obviously not that deep, right? It's more of a kid who's just, is just been having a normal, happy, beautiful day at school, dog. With, with, even though with he, he's, you know, with his struggles for him and making the best of it, fool. So, you know, read it, but, um, as you know, I got an autistic, uh, nephew, bro. My nephew's autistic. He's actually a teenager now. He's a, he's the same age, I believe. As Diego, bro. Yeah, he's also in high school now. He's in high school. He's like a ninth or 10th grader. And this guy, um, he has Asperger's, fool. And uh, my sister's son. 
I love Lil's fucking kid. And um, it, it was tough, man, especially in the beginning because he was the same age as Diego. And at that time, 15 years ago, obviously I was married. And my sister was like um, coming over. I mean, basically, my son, Diego, and her son, Brandon, were growing up together full, right? Same age. And obviously, Diego was developing much quicker and normal and you know, and my nephew was in full. So that was very hard to see. You know, he had a hard time learning how to walk, how to talk, how to do simple things, full. And while Diego was already playing fucking T-ball, okay, basketball, catching, running, jumping, reading, writing. And my nephew was not the same age, bro. And that's it was it was tough, man. It was definitely it was it was tough for my sister, dog, especially. And especially, like, she was, like, in denial about it at first, right? Like, every any parent who has autistic kids, I don't know. I've, I've, I've met other parents with autistic kids who've told me and that at first you're, you are in denial. And I got to see that with my sister. My sister was like, no, he's just a little slow. He'll he'll hit a growth spurt. He'll, he'll get better. He'll, you know, he's just, you know, he's a little behind, but he'll catch up. You know, once, once he gets to kindergarten and first grade, He'll be fine. And once he goes into school, because we're talking about when he was in two, three, four, he had hard, you know, more. He didn't have motor skills. Fool. So it was more like it was tough, man. It was just tough, dog. And no por nada, but Diego, my oldest, man, this guy is really good at sports, really athletic, really like it, it, he just developed really fast. Like he could catch and hit at the age four, five. And it was like my my, my nephew was could barely walk, fool. Now he's obviously older, 15, and he's he's there. He's hanging in there. You could barely tell, fool. Like, but, you know, once you really talk to him and shit like that, then you know. But, um, yeah, man, it was uh, tough, man. And I, I've learned a lot from my nephew, dog. Like, first of all, like, patience, dog. You know how? And uh, patience, más que nada, way. Like, he's had sleepovers with me. El, el way no se puede dormir, way. He needs a nightlight. He gets up a few times a night, goes pissed, needs to eat, uh, uh, scared, this, that. I'm just like, fool, he's a handful, dog. He's definitely a handful, bro. And, uh, and I, I, yeah, it's crazy, man. So uh, it's a trip. For, for, so I get it. For those of you who have uh, autistic kids, man, man, they're, they're, they're definitely a special, beautiful fucking breed, dog, to appreciate what, the, they live their life with just such like care carefreeness. I don't I was gonna say carelessness. Carefreeness, right? Like they're just carefree. Like they just every day is a great day for them, fool. I don't know. It's, it's a trip, fool. And I, I you you mean it's a away because I just like I want to do so much more with him sometimes, right? And he's the one that's really into WWE. Like he loves WWE. And he's one of the reasons I get into WWE, because then my little my son Nicolas also got into WWE. And so now they're like both of them. That's how they bond, right? And so that's how I get involved too. Like, yo, yeah, this is what did you watch SmackDown, dog? And whatever, dog. Just to have something to relate with him and talk to him about when I see him. For and uh, it's funny because he's like on TikTok and shit, and he has like twenty five hundred followers, and he just puts up like random weird shit, you know? He just puts up like things about Roman Reigns, and chingada, and just like, oh god. Anyways, anyways. Uh, yeah, man, it's a beautiful thing. And congratulations on your book, fool. So try and check out that book if you get a chance, fool, right? Uh, oh, 
Uh, we're gonna wrap this up uh, in a bit. Hold on. Um, it's pretty over my notes here, fool. Let me see what else I had. Um, all right. Last thing I want to talk about. Last thing I want to talk about, fool. Pinche. A shout out. A special shout out to Fernie Rodriguez El Chaton. All right. Uh, este compa, wey. Had the audacity, fool. The audacity, fool. To text me like, hey, bro. Have you seen White Men Can't Jump? The new one? I'm like, nah, fool. I have no interest. It looks bad. And I'm hearing really bad things about it. And eh, it looks stupid. Nah, bro. Check it out. Read it, fool. I mean, read it. Watch it, dude. Um, hold on. Let me see here. He's like, watch it, fool. I'm like, fine. He's like, it's really. Let me read the. Let me read your freaking his text, fool. Let me just freaking. T- yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, Fernie. I know. I know. You deserve this, fool. You deserve this. A ver, a ver, Fernie. A ver, Ira. I actually did want to shout him out about something else. Uh, let me see here. Uh, what else did he put? He got some other shit. Uh, he goes, hey, here's a text. He goes, oh, hold on. Fool. I actually had something else I wanted him to. Uh, 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 first of all, he said on, on May 27th, he was like, I just listened to your podcast and the part about the basketball shoes had me confused and worried about the future. Laugh out loud. This is the same generation that wears Nike socks with Vans or Adidas sweatpants with Nike shoes or sandals. Clowns de, prim- de primera. I go, that's funny, fool. I'm saying on the, on, the, on the podcast. That was, we started off good there. That was a good conversation. That was funny feedback. Thank you for that. Uh, he was talking about the episode where I was talking about my kid doesn't want to wear basketball shoes in public only to play basketball. He says that's not for, their basketball shoes are not for fashion. Which I thought was a little dumb, but whatever. I, I'll come back to that some other time again. Uh, I'll give you an update on that. But anyways, then we're good. Then on Wednesday, he's like, have you seen the new White Man Can't Jump movie on Hulu? I said, nah, I heard it's horrible. He's like, it's not that bad. I kind of enjoyed it. Doesn't really copy the OG one. I say it's worth a look. Could be a good talking point on your podcast. Oh, trust me. It is, motherfucker. Kids will enjoy it. The balling is not the best, but good story. Wrong and wrong. I said, okay, I'm going to check it out then, fool. Then he's like, cool, sweet. Uh, And he's like, have you seen the OG one? I'm like, yeah, of course I've seen the OG. Oh, have your kids seen the OG one? And yes, they have seen that, actually. We talked about that. And I said, yeah, man. Uh, I tell him, I don't know if they have yet. I don't know if they're ready for Rosie Perez's badass titties. Oh, Rosie Perez's titties. This just needed Rosie Perez titties. That this movie just needed Rosie Perez, Rosie Perez titties, Perez titties, and that's it. Incorrect, Fernie. Incorrect. Rosie Perez's '90s titties would not have saved this movie. Then the new one would be a nine. What the fuck? A nine? If Rosie Perez's titties were no, no, and I'm not gonna read the rest of it because it gets a little explicit. Anyways. Um, all right. Uh, we get into some nasty shit there. All right. Um, and then, yeah, so then I watched it. I watched it, right? And then I fucking wrote them. You are never, ever allowed to recommend a movie to me ever again. He's like, what? The movie, I told him, the movie was trash. Emoji trash, Ken. From beginning to end. Horrible Cornelio Reina School of Acting. Ha, 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 ha. Stupid-ass storyline. 
It's unbelievable, horrible basketball skills and scenes. Um, bad, bad. But and he's like, cut it out. It wasn't that bad. I said, even Schultz, the comedian dude, was not funny. And he's always funny. He was horrible, dude. Was it Eric Schultz or whatever? Oh, he was horrible. Horrible. Uh, yeah, he wasn't. Uh, it, he did it for the paycheck. The jokes were horrible. That funny friend that they have there playing basketball with him, the skinny dude. Uh, friend dude was terrible. Every time he came out, he was trying too hard to be funny. Every joke missed. Everyone missed. Not once did I laugh. Even my homie Don't Do Knows, Do Knows World comes out for a scene. Horrible scene, dog. They gave they gave him a horrible scene, fool. Oh. Uh I, I forgot about that. The girlfriends were not bright at all. Uh, and he said no titties either. <laughs> um, so bad, bad. I said it was bad, bad, bad. The final tournaments was a dumbass scene. Uh the, the uh it, he goes, how did they lose a second to last tournament? That was dumb. They had no chemistry. Um, are they even friends? Are they not friends? Do they like each other? Do they not? Are they hustling? Are they not? Are they are they bad? Bad. The dad in the hospital? Horrible. Horrible. The dad in the hospital. I didn't give a shit about that. I didn't give a shit. He's just he should be just happy to have a dad. Uh the, it was the bad acting for me and the storyline and the bad, bad jokes. That It was bad. And he goes, now that I think about it, it's bad. And, and it's like, you're, you're welcome. Um, yeah, bro. Guys, I'm, I'm usually not this hard on movies. I wanted to like it. I wanted to enjoy it. My kids somewhat enjoy it, but they're just really into basketball. And that freaking the, the white boy rapper. Um, forget his name, and I can't think of his name right now. Um, bad fool, bad, bad. The rapper guy. Uh, I got it. Now, see, I'm trying to blank. So let me just. Why man can't jump? Twenty twenty three. Uh, what's his name? Fool. He's Jack Harlow. Yeah, Jack Harlow, who is a rapper, right, and a pretty good rapper. Was probably the best actor of all the actual real actors on this stupid movie, dude. And he was bad, too. He was bad. Andrew Schultz. I said Eric Schultz. Andrew Schultz, fool. Was bad, fool. And I love Andrew Schultz, bro. He's fucking hilarious, dog. Bad, fool. Uh, uh, is, is that him right here? Who's the guy? Who's a friend that kept trying to be funny throughout the whole movie? And he was just horrible, dude. Is it Miles Bullock, Renzo? Oh my God, dude. There was just some bad, bad, bad acting, bro. Oof. Guys, I don't, I, please, please tell me I'm wrong. I'm stupid. I'm, I'm wrong here. Push back if you have to, bro. But that had to be one of the worst, worst movies I've ever seen in my life. It was so bad. I had to go back and watch the original just to see was the original this bad also? And it wasn't. The original is great. Great storyline. Great basketball. Hustling. Great acting. Good jokes for that era. The jokes were great. 
being shit. What do you hear? Oh, was it just a toxic ass fool? Uh, it, great, 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 bro. Fucking great. Still today. Still to, and I'm not, this is not old head talking. Great. I told my kids, guys, you've seen the original, you've seen a new one. Which one do you like? They're like, the original's better. Yes, the original's better. But they're like, this one wasn't that bad, though. It was pretty good. I go, it's not, fool. It's not that good, dog. It's not. The basketball was horrible. Horrible. Dude, it was bad, guys. Bad. Oh. Oh, I, that just left a bad, bad taste in my mouth, fool. Oof. Ever watch a movie so bad it pisses you off, fool? Like you're, it ruined my day, bro. It ruined the rest of my day. It was bad. Bad. Oh. Yeah. Too many too many racial jokes. It only if you look at the original, they had some racial jokes, of course. Of course, it was the 90s. But they didn't depend on it. They didn't lean on that. The whole point of that movie was to hustle. The hustle and all these both both broke ass fools needed each other to compete and win. The five thousand dollars. They both were desperate for money, and they both had issues. These guys just spent the whole time trying, quote unquote, not to go there with the racism. The whole movie, but yet they were going there. It's like, come on, dude. It was like reverse racism shit. Like, not. It was bad, bad, bro, bad. The bad fool, bad dude, bad. The basketball was horrible, fool. Horrible, bro. Oh, oh. Go watch it. Watch it for yourself. All right. Last thing. Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Sony. Sony, for another great sequel for this movie. I was worried. I was scared. I was stressed. They were going to fuck up the sequel because the part one was a beautiful, beautiful display of cinematography. Ay, 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 ay. Loved it. Loved part one. I was worried about going into part two and they fucking nailed it, bro. They fucking nailed it. Great movie. Great story. Funny. The art. Everything. Amazing. Miles Morales is a great, great Spider-Man. Great, dude. Can't wait to see this in action, live action. And whoever gets that role, bro, it's got to fucking follow this guy, the cartoon. And this cartoon character, bro, is fucking amazing. This dope whole shit. It's great. Uh, the girl Spider-Man. You know how I feel about girl superheroes, dog. She fucking nailed it, bro. Girl Spider-Man, girl Spider-Lady, whatever the shit. Killed that shit. Kill that shit. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You don't force, oh, I'm a, I'm a girl. Look at me. Be a powerful, strong woman. No. This chick, I was going to say bitch, because this bitch has issues, strong, real, real fucking problems with her father, with her best friend, real issues. And she fights through that to be a fucking superhero, dog. That's what makes it good, fool. She's just not like, hey, Whatever guys can do, girls, girls can do too. Nah, it's not about that. It's not about that. She's just a fucking G, bro. She's a dope-ass chick. And I have no problem giving props where they belong, fool. Because she fucking killed that shit. Killed that shit. The parents, 
They, Miles Morales killed that shit. Well done, Sony. Well done. Well done. Parents of teenagers who are just trying to keep up with him, trying to be there for him, stressing for him, worrying for him, fucking killed it, bro. Killed it. Good job, fool. Good job. It's great, man. It's great. All the other Spider-Mans, but their storylines, good job, man. Good job. They're not, it's not just about pinche, uh, what is that? Uh, equality. It's not just about equality. Different colors, Spider-Man, different genders. It's not, a, it's not, yes, it's there. It's there. It's fine. It's fine. It, but they don't shove it down your throat, fool. They all have a purpose. They all have a meaning and a reason to be in the film. Not because I'm an Asian or an Indian Spider-Man, I'm going to come out. They have fucking purposes. And they have backstories. And that's why you accept it. It's not just like, here's an Indian guy, Indian Spider-Man. Like him because we have to put him in here. No, it's not about that, fool. Damn, it's about the arc, fool. It's about the stories, about the death. Fool, I, I, I hope you guys get what I'm saying, fool. I hope you guys get what I'm saying. All right? All right. That's it for me, fool. Let me know what you guys think about Spider-Man. Fool, it was great. That fucking movie was amazing, dog. Fucking, I just enjoy it, dude. I just, en I sit back and enjoy it. I'm entertained, bro. I don't mind paying 18 fucking dollars for me and each of my fucking kids. Paying $96 to go see this damn film, fool. Hey, take my $96, bro. Take them. Well worth it. I'm just, I almost, I almost canceled Hulu because a white man can't jump, fool. Fuck that movie. All right, I'm out. I gave you guys a long episode this time. I think you guys deserve it for uh, me missing last week, dog. Appreciate you, motherfuckers. El Paso, Texas, this weekend. Visalia, California. Toxicos are coming June 16th. Bicycle Club Casino, Bell Gardens, Saturday, June 17th. Get your freaking tickets, dog. Morongo Casino, June 23rd. Los Toxicos, fool. See you guys. Love you, motherfuckers. See you guys next week. I'm out. Late.